and welcome to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, David Jones, at Tenacious D. Jones from the FTN Network, FTN Daily, FTNBets.com. Check it out. While you're here, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, check out all the great content coming out of the Mayo Media Network. You know the drill. A lot of great stuff coming through the Mayo Media Network on a lot of different sports. Good place to get a lot of different content. So, Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets is presented by prizepicks.com. Prizepicks.com. Head over there with the code MMN, as in Mayo Media Network. Plug in the code, get yourself a discount when you sign up. If you don't know much about prize picks, you are basically picking fantasy players, overs or unders. You're not building a team like we're going to do on DraftKings. You are just saying, hey, I think so-and-so, let's, I don't know, go with uh, Carlos Correa. is going to go over eight fantasy points, nine, whatever they have it at. If it's under seven, I would take that tomorrow. You say over, under, you bet props. Another good thing about prizepicks.com is you can parlay those props together, get some good odds, and you don't have to use a lot of money to get a big return. If you are into parlaying, I guess it would be a good idea to maybe stack some teams over on prizepicks.com. I'm just thinking out loud here. If you want to do some parlaying, um, but yeah, check it out. Use the code MMN, Mayo Media Network, at prizepicks.com. Let's talk about the DraftKings MLB slate for Friday. Big one. Usually have a big one on Friday. 100K up top on DraftKings if you play at the right contest. If you're not trying to uh, get in the top 20%, uh, then play some cash games. Just double your bankroll. Double that up a few times and go into the big contest. Try and land a big one. But be be cautious with your money here. You're just trying to make money daily. You don't have to swing for the big prize every single day. I think tomorrow or Friday, whatever day you're watching, this is actually a pretty good day to play some cash games because we have some pitchers up top that you are going to jam into your lineup. So the Washington Nationals game got pushed back from Thursday to Friday, making Max Scherzer move over to Friday. He's going to start against the Giants. We know Max Scherzer, one of the greatest pitchers of all times, 27.1 fantasy points per game on the season going against the Giants, who are actually, a, I think, a pretty good team. Uh, I've been saying that all season the record shows it they have the Padres and the Dodgers they're dealing with but overall pretty good team doesn't matter I, I probably don't want to take San Francisco traveling across the country to go play Max Scherzer I'm going to choose Scherzer over San Francisco but we have other pitchers to talk about too he's not my number one pitcher I'm just kind of going down the list here I'm going to live in the top four Maybe top five. I might fit Kershaw into there. You've got Scherzer, DeGrom, Woodruff, Giolito for the Chicago White Sox, and Kershaw. Second highest price pitcher is Jacob DeGrom. I think you you just have to play him as, as your number one guy. So you're paying up for pitcher, at least I am tomorrow on DraftKings. You pair two of these guys together, I mean, you could get damn near 80 points. I, fading that much from a pitcher if you hit the right combination you're just not going to win. If you get the wrong combination out of these four, you're probably getting 65 to 70 points. And that's still a ton, especially to come back in baseball. I think tomorrow or Friday, again, whatever day you're watching this, you pay up for pitchers and you find some value bats. I don't even care if you stack them or not. Just get some value bats in there to let you get these pitchers. Jacob DeGrom, 11-3 on DraftKings, 
0.62 ERA on the season. He's only played seven games, had an injury, kept him out of a couple, 93 strikes on the season. He played the Padres last time out, seven innings pitched, three hits allowed, 39.4 fantasy points, but only in 85 pitches. He's been working his way back since the Colorado game on the 25th of last month, 63 pitches, 70 pitches, 85. He can get up to 90, maybe 95 against San Diego uh, on Friday. And look, I just, I, I, you can't fade the guy right now. He's too good. Best pitcher in the league for, uh, for sure. 11 Ks against that Padres team last time out. He has, in the MLB, allowed only 25 hits so far this season. He has the best walk rate on the season. He's only allowed eight walks on the entire season, those seven games. He averages 34.9 fantasy points per game. Yeah, 34.9. He got 39.4 last game. Um, and he's just, he's the best in the MLB in hits and walks. And, and I don't know about runs allowed. I didn't pull that up, but I would assume pretty good because he has a .62 ERA. It's got to be him. Jacob DeGrom, got to be your top arm. Got to get him in there. I don't know how popular he'll be. Probably pretty popular. I don't see a ton of people spinning up on both pitchers because they're going to want to stack teams. Probably don't do that myself tomorrow. Brandon Woodruff up next. Like him a ton against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates have the worst offense in the MLB on the season. They have the worst runs per game on the MLB. They have the second last in runs the last three games that they've played. They're the second worst on the road. They're playing on the road in Milwaukee tomorrow. Uh, the worst team on the road is the Rockies, obviously. Uh, just a bad squad overall there. Uh, Woodruff, 39 hits on the season. That's the fourth best. Jacob DeGrom is the first. He's the fourth. Both have, well, Woodruff has a better matchup, quite frankly, than Jacob DeGrom, but I want them both. I want Jacob DeGrom. I want Brandon Woodruff. Giolito, Detroit has been ticking up a little bit. Sometimes they hit good, sometimes they don't. It just kind of depends. Giolito, have a ton of respect for him. Would have got to him, I bet, if Max Scherzer didn't get pushed back to Friday. Giolito, 3.88 on the season. Uh, record of 5-5. Five and five. Doesn't really matter. Whip, 1.12. Uh, his hits were up last game. His fly balls were up. It's a little bit scary. That's what you worry about with Giolito is the fly balls. Nine fly balls last game. Nine the game before that. Uh, eight back against Kansas City. Ground ball stuff's not there. Strikeout stuff is, though. Double-digit strikeouts in two of the last three. Almost got there against Detroit last time, the team he's going to be facing on Friday night. He put up 21 points, fantasy points, against this Detroit team. They got hot against him, hit three homers, four earned runs in those seven innings pitched. But I think Giolito's better than that. Uh, he's probably my fourth favorite guy after Max Scherzer. So I'd rank him DeGrom, Woodruff, Scherzer. Giolito and get to Kershaw if you want to. Uh, he's cheap enough and probably makes him a little bit more popular than maybe he should be, but Texas too. I mean, you can certainly target Texas. I like uh, the Dodgers Park as a hitter's park. I want to see what lineup Texas rolls out, quite frankly, to know if I'm going to play Kershaw or not. Kershaw, what, he started out extremely cold last year. He's kind of got back into that form, even though he started off hot. Just not a guy I have uh, that I want to make a priority on this slate. So those are your pitchers. You're paying up. Don't fade the 75 to 80 points with the right combo. DeGrom and Woodruff, they should get it done. That's who you want to play. I'm going to list my top stack next, even though you're not going to be able to fit them with DeGrom and Woodruff. If you decide to go a different direction, go for it, but it clearly has to be the Houston Astros, right? So yes, they're going to be very expensive, but I can't just act like they're not in a great spot and not tell you to play the Houston Astros going up against Matt Shoemaker. Matt Shoemaker, 7.28 ERE 
ERA on the season, has lost all of his games he started except two. He started nine games or pitched in at least nine games. Started the nine games. It looks like one he didn't uh, start in because he got absolutely obliterated, and that was against the Kansas City Royals. The last game that he played in, Kansas City Royals were pretty chalky because they were going up against Shoemaker. My God, the Astros should rip him apart. They put up a ton of runs on Thursday night again on the season. They have the most runs on the season, 5.38 per game, seven runs average over the last three, not including Thursday night. They strike out the least amount in the MLB at seven strikeouts, seven-ish strikeouts per game, 7.08 strikeouts per game, and the second most walks on the season, which is good, which is what you want. So they don't strike out. They have the most runs on the season. And they walk a ton. Not on the season over the last three games, to be fair. But still, I mean, you're looking at the strikeout stuff. I am, at least. And the runs, a little bit more. Um, Shoemaker, very bad. Eight earned runs last game. Did I say this? Six hits allowed, nine runs total. Eight were earned. One home run, two walks, only one K. 38 pitches and only got one out when he started in that first inning. You probably remember that. The Houston Astros went all the way through the lineup, obviously, because they put up eight earned runs on him, nine total. Um, yeah, and look, he's just, it's Shoemaker. 7.28 ERA. Uh, he's giving up hits every single game. It wasn't only to the Royals. If I'm scrolling back looking, I do not see a game where he's given up less than four hits. I do not see a game where he's made it to 100 pitches. I do not see a game where he hasn't allowed a run except for one against Detroit. What I do see is a game where he allowed eight, five, one, two, five, zero, eight, two, five, four. He allows runs. And he's going against the best uh, offense in the league. I don't know how much more I have to stress that. Your hitters are going to be Jose Altuve, super hot lately, hit a home run Thursday night. I think he's got like three in his past five games, something like that. I'm not looking at it. I'm just trying to remember. He's hit a homer off Shoemaker before. Uh, seven homers in his last 113 at-bats, hitting 350. Woba over that time frame, Carlos Correa, Correa, I'm going to look out after that in his last 128 at-bats. Eight homers, hitting 250 ISO, 360 Woba, Kyle Tucker, my favorite Astro on the season. It's kind of cooled down lately, but he came out extraordinarily hot after the first month, so that's not coming out hot. That's getting hot and cooling down. His last 122 at-bats, six homers, 230 ISO, 370 Woba, Jordan Alvarez, he hits uh, Shoemaker pretty well. Shoemaker's a righty. He can hit righties well. 27 at-bats, four home runs. Is that right? Let me double-check that. Is that right for for uh, Alvarez? Uh, Alvarez. No, I wrote that down wrong. Last 93 at-bats, four home runs, 350 Woba, 220 ISO against righties. You're going to want to go with him. Chaz McCormick, home run guy. Hopefully he starts tomorrow. We have to see the Houston Astros. They might throw Brantley in there, Tucker Straw, Melnado, something like that. If we can get Chaz McCormick in, I'm interested in him. He should be cheap. 39 at bats, three homers, 320 Woba. Uh, you're looking for cheap bats, so he would be a good one. Look at the back of that Astros lineup for cheap bats. If we can find them, they've all been pretty hot, so the price not, not, might not be that cheap. And Yuli Gurriel, uh, been good really all season. He's very good at getting guys around the bases once they're on, and the guys ahead of him on the bases or, or in the lineup are going to be on the bases with Alvarez Bregman Correa, Altuve, uh, Yuli Gurriel is in a good spot to clean up some batters, even though he's not hitting fourth. So if you can fit them, fit them. Good for you. I hope you can, because they're going to put up some runs. Look at some totals for the Astros. It's not up yet, but 
imagining it's going to be 5.5 or something, I would probably still take the over. Not official bet, though. So that's my stack, Houston Astros. If you want to look for cheap stacks, I'm looking at the back end of the Cincinnati Reds, starting with Tyler Stevenson on down. I'm looking at the Milwaukee Brewers, looking at uh, probably Garcia. He might be too much. Ames, Peterson, Jackie Bradley even. I'm looking at the back of lineups to save money tomorrow. That's what you probably want to do if you want to stack. I probably will be picking off some bats. Here are some bats that I will be picking off of. These are going to be value bats. What I can see so far that's going to be happening on Friday, as far as lineups go, make sure these guys are playing. Lineups aren't out yet, obviously. Taylor Ward going against Merrill Kelly. He's only 2800 bucks for the Los Angeles Angels, going to the Humidor, which I still think is a pretty good hitter's park, not as good as it used to be in Arizona once they started messing around with it. But uh, Taylor Ward, last 60 at bats, four home runs, hitting 250 ISO, 310 Woba, getting kind of hot-ish. Like, he's been okay recently. And he's still cheap, and he's got some good bats in front of him. The best bats are clearly at the uh, head of the Angels' lineup it gets real gross towards the back but taylor ward uh he's got a hit in two of his last five one game with two hits he's got on base every game except for one over his last five uh, i think he's too cheap i like the way he lines up against merrill kelly that's who i'm gonna play tyler stevenson probably probably my favorite cheap guy on the slate i will definitely have him we'll be hitting cleanup for the reds against kyle freeland the lefty kyle freeland 6.32 era at, at his last game, he got absolutely lit up. Ten hits in five innings pitch. That was at Coors, but it wasn't a lot of homers. It was a lot of hits. So that does matter to me. I mean, uh, Coors is great for home runs, but if you're just getting hit like that, I don't care where you're pitching. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so Tyler Stevenson, last 29 at-bats, two homers. I I'll play him. A.J. Pollock, only 3K going up against Mike Fultonevich of the Texas Rangers in Los Angeles. A.J. Pollock didn't start the season in the lineup. He has been in the lineup recently. I had to go back a month and look for the last time he got a goose egg. Couldn't find one. He's always scoring, but he's not scoring big. He's always has the opportunity to score because he's on the Dodgers, have a fantastic lineup. Just not hitting home runs. If he could do something like hit a home run, that would be great against Fulte. A lot of people do that. He got blood at the beginning of the season um, but AJ Pollock I mean I'll take I'll take you around in the bases once for for 3k that'll be all right with me hopefully he can get some power behind the bat like he had last year Bobby Bradley probably my second favorite uh, cheap bat on the slate nobody knows this Bobby Bradley guy for the Cleveland Indians gonna be going up against Dunn of the Seattle Mariners who's coming back from shoulder inflammation probably doesn't look like it's going to limit him too much and and Dunn is not a terrible pitcher um, but he has allowed an earned run in every game he's pitched so far this season Bobby Bradley 2800 uh, got a three-hit game he just started he just started starting by the way he just got into the the starting lineup uh, over the past three games had a three-hit game with four at-bats at Baltimore. That was a high-scoring game. Uh, did not get a hit uh, against St. Louis in his last one, but did round the bases in his first game at Baltimore. Did pretty good with seven DraftKings points. Uh, I could read you the averages. They're going to sound great, but it's a very small sample size. Point is that he can get on base. Uh, he can round the bases. 2,800. Hopefully, he can get a guy in. Uh, he is a lefty batting tomorrow, and uh, I think you can attack done with him. So, Bobby Bradley, cheap.
looking at cheap bats. Lastly, I'm just taking a stab here. Don't particularly love it, but I do want a piece of the Milwaukee Brewers offense. Jackie Bradley batting towards the back, 2,600, uh, going against Chase DeJong of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, five homers in his last innings pitch uh, for, for Chase, so... Hopefully he gives up another one. Hopefully it's to Bradley. Sometimes he gets hot. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, Chase DeJong has a 5.40 ERA, and he has a high fly ball rate. That's two things that you want to target. So there are some cheap bets for you on Friday night. Next up, a couple bets I like. Didn't see a ton that I like, but the ones that I'm leaning towards, probably going to be the Diamondbacks, plus 1.5, minus 130, Otani against Kelly. I think Otani's probably a better pitcher. He's got a high walk rate. Everybody knows that. I don't love the Angels traveling um, to Arizona. I only really like playing the Angels against lefties. I, the Angels are much better against lefties, in my opinion. They have better lefty hitters that stack up nicely, in my opinion, towards the front of that lineup. And I don't typically play them against righties, even though they've been pretty good lately. I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks here. Hopefully they can bounce back at home and not lose by two. I feel like that sounds pretty good. Um, I just, I, I, Otani's not my, my favorite pitcher. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go out and get a lot of wins. How many wins does Otani have this season? Is it even going to tell me? Uh, two and one, 2.76 ERA with a high walk rate. I don't know. I think the Diamondbacks can keep it within two. Then I'm going to take Oakland to win. Uh, minus 135, a little bit higher than I like to take on the money line, but the Kansas City Royals are terrible over the last three games, or over the last four games. They have the least amount of runs in MLB. Uh, the pitching matchup, I would maybe even lean with Kansas City a little bit, but there's no way I'm going to rely on those Kansas City bats at Oakland, which is not a hitter's park. That is a pitcher's park. I just don't think Kansas City can score any runs, so I'm going to bet on Oakland. Uh, appreciate you watching. That's about it. Come follow me on Twitter at Tenacious D Jones. Follow my work over at the FTN Network. Go over to prizepicks.com. Use the code MMN to get yourself a discount. Like, subscribe to the channel. I'll catch you next time. Hopefully you can win some money this Friday night. Have a good time.